Welcome to the Josh Scanlon Podcast. It is Tuesday, June 4th, 2019. Uh, we have a good question from Bill from Harrisonburg or Harrisburg, PA, that I'll share with you here in just a second. My first ever uh, voice message on the Anchor.fm podcast. So, Bill, thanks, uh, thanks for coming on board, my friend. If you uh, find this helpful, uh, send me your email. I'll send you a free copy of my book, The Tax Bomb in Your Retirement Account, because you are the first person who ever asked the question, and I'll post it on my podcast. I think it's cool. Uh, so what you'll find from Bill's uh, question is he just asked about the Vanguard Personal Advisory Services. And uh, ironically, I did a video on this yesterday. But I want to elaborate a little bit deeper on this as well, which I'll do so in this episode for sure, because I think there's a lot going on with the Vanguard Personal Advisory Services, of which I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Don't get me wrong. We'll talk about the pros and cons of it for sure, though. So stay tuned. Uh, listen to Bill's question. I appreciate you all listening to the, uh, the, um, the ads I'll put on here uh, from Anchor. I think we have two from Anchor right now and then one from Kristen and Chill. Uh, she's still running ads. So uh, support the podcast sponsors, Anchor, of course, and then Kristen and Chill. So stang, uh, hang tight. We'll come back here in just a second. Thanks now. Hey, Josh. This is Bill from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Love this show. Wondering what you think of Vanguard Advisory Services. I know they're only uh, charging 0.03%. I was just curious what your thoughts are for uh, what you get for that. Thanks. All right, Bill. So thanks for the, uh, the voicemail again. Um, uh, just a couple things of, uh, I used to work for Vanguard many years ago, my friends, many years ago, 98, 99 and 2000. So uh, I, I have an affinity towards Vanguard. I have affinity towards John Bogle. Um, I just, I, I just, I find that guy, you know, RIP of course last year, but I just, I just love the guy. No other way around that. Um, I have affinity towards Vanguard simply because it's owned by shareholders. I think it's fantastic. Um, and so I, I want Vanguard to succeed for sure. I, I think Vanguard, when I was there, they, you know, their HR was starting to go the way of uh, some of these large company HRs, which is very liberal. And that kind of bothered me. It still does in this case uh, to this day. I just, they were, they were uh, just the whole thing, but it's corporate America, man. I mean, corporate America is like gravity or it's like water. Uh, they'll go with the, with the path of least resistance and IE, they'll follow the gravity. So, you know, HR companies uh, across the board, large corporations are like that stinks, but it is what it is. Uh, Vanguard is no different, unfortunately, but at the end of the day, the thing that matters most is how much your investors you keep. Um, and so Vanguard was doing, you know, uh, index funds. Uh, they, they came to ETFs back in 2000, early parts of 2000. Uh, I, a guy, a wholesaler from Vanguard, and I used to do uh, seminars on the Vanguard offerings for ETFs. I remember my own boss when I was at Leg Mason Smith Barney said, ah, Vanguard, you know, because Vanguard was the enemy uh, because low fees. And now uh, once they started adding more and more ETFs, uh, exchange traded funds, all of a sudden the advisors saw uh, that there's gold in them in our hills. They can offer Vanguard stuff for basic costs and, and throw their own insane one to one half percent fee on there. And uh, Bogle was against that for sure. He liked the index funds uh, and ETFs, uh, total stock market. He didn't like this, you know, structure where you got, you know, freaking North Carolina furniture company ETFs and things like that. He just wanted, you know, basically basic market. But either way, water under the bridge now. So I'm a fan of Vanguard. I'm a fan of the personal advisory services. Um, the biggest drawback, and I'll show, share with a couple of drawbacks about Vanguard and any big company. And I, on my video, I shared this with you guys too, is that, I had a call the other day 
or an email from a client who hired me, he and his wife, wonderful people. Uh, she's a, uh, a retired Texas school teacher. Uh, he's retired, oh, man, chemical engineer. I can't remember. But anyway, uh, he from a uh, an oil firm or some kind of energy firm. And I forgot nuclear. I think it's oil. Anyway, either way, in Texas, I forgot. Uh, wonderful people. Salt of the earth. Perfect Americans, uh, Texans for sure, through and through. And just great people. Um, they had a, a smaller account with Morgan Stanley. Um, Morgan Stanley guy, you know, knew that there's one and a half million dollars at stake once the, uh, the the man retired from his uh, oil company firm, and uh, and and he was, you know, so he he was on him like white on rice, no other way around that. Uh, they come across me on YouTube, and uh, we start chatting. I said, I don't think you should go with your Morgan Stanley guy. Uh, I think you should go with Vanguard. That's uh, my, my recommendation because all you really need is you know, asset allocation with uh, some one-off advice. You don't need anything extraordinarily, uh, you know, you just don't need anything from an investment management perspective. Uh, so they had a good call with Vanguard last Friday, as a matter of fact. So Vanguard did what they're doing. They're going to do a risk tolerance. They're going to see what other assets they have, all the stuff, the typical financial planning stuff that even a guy at Morgan Stanley could do uh, for sure. The irony of it all was the guy at Morgan Stanley was uh essentially begging him to stay with him because he says most advisors don't realize that if, <laughs> if you're a school teacher in Texas, you get two thirds of your pension benefit as social security payment. I was like, dude, you're just, uh, you're so ass backwards to be, uh, if it weren't so painfully stupid, it'd be, it'd be humorous. But the facts are you just, you don't understand the government pension offset and how that works. And you have it to come hundred percent backwards, which is, uh, which was painful to hear because I can't imagine how many teachers thought he knew what he's talking about. But anyway, they're, they're going to fire this guy and go to Vanguard. So Vanguard is doing what they're supposed to be doing. They gather information, they had a good conversation with them. Uh, they're going to go back to them on this coming Friday to get their, uh, you know, their, their assortment of investments. It's great. And so I think Vanguard charges 35 basis points or something like that. Incredibly cheap. It's going to be low cost index funds. I mean, so basically all in probably 40 to 45 basis points. That's less than one half, 1% automatically rebalanced. They have a personal advisory service that they can call whenever they need. Um, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I, I'm a big fan of that for sure. Um, but the drawback, as I shared with you, I was going to say is that the, the wife uh, in the email told me that, uh, while they like Vanguard, they're very professional. They're not as uh, easy to ch talk to as I was um, and uh, not as laid back. Uh, very professional. <laughs> and um, and I, you're going to give that in a big firm. I mean, no other way around that. And, and I shared with you a story yesterday that when I was at uh, USAA, I used to get in trouble because my calls were too long. Uh, and the reason for that is I enjoy people. I like learning their stories. I like, hey, tell me where you're from, what's going on. You know, more than just about, you know, talk about the hockey game. I mean, and whatnot. And uh, it's just as exciting uh, to, to meet people, to talk to people, to get to know them, to really take them on as clients, as opposed to just a, a number on a computer screen. Um, and uh, they didn't like that at USA. They didn't like at Vanguard. You literally get judged for the how long your calls go. And if your calls go too long, on average, uh, you get dinged. Um, and ding could be pretty significant. I mean, you could lose a pretty sizable bonus too. And that was, that always just ticked me off because you're dealing in a personal relationship. And that's the drawback about Vanguard uh, and all the big firms. You're dealing with a, in, in terms of the big firms uh, on a call center perspective, Schwab, Vanguard, Fidelity, uh, Edelman, you are dealing with personal relationships. This is what, it, it, it's not an algorithm. It's not a robot. It's personal relationships. Now, what I like about Vanguard is they're using a robot, i.e. a robo-advisor, 
um, uh, to help with their planning and certainly with their investment management. I'm very comfortable with that. Uh, but a robot will never take the place of a human being. It just won't in terms of getting to know you, your feelings, your thoughts, uh, and the advice that will have to come from that personal relationship. And so Vanguard, you know, they they claim they have the best of both worlds. They claim that they have a personal relationship and they claim that they're using the highest technology that's out there. Um, and, and that's true to some degree, but it's not as true as a real life human being would be. And, uh, and because of that, I think there's some serious deficiencies in the, in the structure, especially when it comes to uh, personal financial planning. And the irony is I looked up right now, the Vanguard I'm looking at right now, the personal advisor services brochure updated March 29th of 2019. And it's a, uh, how many pages is this guy? It's 18 pages. And I typed in, and I did a, a find on this and I typed in comprehensive and lo and behold, Vanguard no longer says they're doing comprehensive financial planning. I thought that was incredible because last year they said comprehensive financial planning and they don't say that anymore. So they must have taken that. I hope my video got them to do that. I don't know, but they, they absolutely are not doing the comprehensive financial planning. That is a fact. So to hold themselves out as they were, I think, was uh, was misleading for sure. And one of my pet peeves of Vanguard and any of these big firms to say you're doing personal financial planning or comprehensive financial planning when you're absolutely not. It's the wrong answer because comprehensive financial planning is uh, many things, but it's certainly more than just asset management. All right. Comprehensive financial planning is estate planning. So let's look at estates. I type in estates. No, nothing comes up from comprehensive financial planning for that. For the terminology, comprehensive financial planning, nothing. Estate planning, nothing. Uh, tax planning. Let's do tax planning. Nothing. Isn't that interesting? Huh? So now if you do tax, you get a lot of stuff that comes up. Actually, let me get out of this real quick. Hold on just a second. Um, let's go back. Let me. So if I type in, ah, I just did it again. All right. Hold on just a second. I'm trying to get it where I have the the find. So last year I did a video on my concern about Vanguard office holding themselves as doing comprehensive financial planning when they certainly were not. And I, and again, I used the search button I typed in comprehensive and you could see uh, that they said they're doing a comp comprehensive financial planning. They absolutely not. So now they got rid of that terminology It's not in their personal advisory brochure, which I think is fantastic. So I type in a state and again, just do control F. It'll give you the search button. You type in a state, nothing, nothing for a state tax planning, nothing for tax planning, Roth conversions, nothing for Roth conversions. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. CPA, nothing for CPA tax advisor. And right here is uh, <laughs> I find this to be incredibly interesting. Uh, oops, my phone's ringing. Uh, you should consult with your tax advisor to discuss whether the minimum tax cost basis method is appropriate for you, given your individual circumstances, uh, blah, 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 blah. All right. So they don't provide tax advice, nor does the ongoing advice services use of the mini tax cost. And I, I'm not getting what the min tax cost basis is constitute tax advice. We strongly encourage you to consult with your tax advisor to discuss any tax concerns related to ongoing advice services. Um in of itself, that just simply says that, look, we're going to do the best we can under our authority, but, you know, as investment managers, but we aren't going to get deep in the woods, the weeds when it comes to tax advice. Roth, we type in the word Roth, and the only thing that comes up is they do offer tax-free Roth accounts. That's it. 
that's it. So no, so let's type in the word conversions. All right. So again, this is nothing. So nothing. Now if we type in the word social security, all right, they have one area. They're going to project your income from employment, social security, pension, income from investments as part of their financial planning stuff. But that's pretty cut. That's you know, boilerplate stuff there. That's it. So you type in social security. There's only one terminal. There's only one finding for social security, uh, which is included in their evaluation of whether or not your portfolio will sustain itself or not. But they don't talk about social security maximization. They don't talk about Roth conversions. They don't talk about tax minimization. None of that stuff. They just don't. Um, so it's, it's interesting to me, tax, let me type in tax minimize. Yeah, nothing. So, at the end of the day, I there. Let me, but I want to type in one other thing: asset location. Now, this is what I thought. I thought was interesting. All right, so they're not doing full fledged financial planning. They're not. They're going to run a, a simple Monte Carlo analysis based on. Uh, they, they use something called dynamic spending models. And it, it, look, you, I don't want to dive too deeply into that here today, uh, but that's fine. I, I got no problem with dynamic spending models. But here's what I know in my knowledge. Knowing people who work at Vanguard, who I used to work with, who I respect immensely, and I know they do good work. I know what they know what the hell they're doing. But knowing the, the, the inconsistency of these big investment firms as financial planners, their investment management first, financial planner second. So the investments are always going to lead the way without question. So let's just type in. Uh, so let's type in taxes. Let's see how many times it shows up. Six. Let's type in investments. How many times it shows up? Uh, 40. All right. So uh, no investment shows up 155 times. Taxes show up six. Tax. Yeah. So. Actually, tax shows up 91. All right, there you go. Still, anyway, at the end of the day, uh, you, you, that just simply says, what is their focus on? Well, certainly focus on investing. And I got no problem. None at all. None at all. So let's type in asset location. They got four interesting things here, and I'm going to share them with you because I do think asset location is a big uh, win that Vanguard offers their personal advisory services. So let's talk about this. Uh, for portfolios containing both taxable and tax advantage accounts, the financial plan will aim to optimize the tax efficiency of the portfolio by recommending or allocating investments strategically among taxable and tax advantage accounts. The objective of this tax uh, asset location approach is to hold relatively tax efficient investments such as broad market stock index funds, in taxable accounts while keeping relatively tax inefficient investments such as taxable bonds and tax advantage accounts. This tax efficient asset location methodology is demonstrated through the following tiered approach. First, the ongoing advised service will attempt to construct your portfolio to fulfill your fixed income allocation in tax advantage accounts, IRAs. Unless you already hold individual bond positions that align with our portfolio construction methodology but are held in the wrong asset location. If it becomes necessary to hold bonds in a taxable account, tax-exempt municipal bonds may be used. And see, this is this is that we don't want that. Second, the ongoing advised services will recommending holding any active equity funds in your portfolio inside your tax advantage accounts. Again, those would be IRAs to include Roth IRAs, by the way. And again, that um, we don't want bonds in your Roth IRA. Uh, we'll modify our approach to tax efficient investing based on continuing portfolio construction uh, by Vanguard. So, uh, you know, I, I think that's good to the extent that it is. But they look at tax advantage accounts all inclusive as IRAs and Roth. And, and you, you can't you don't want to look at that. All right. So another drawback about Vanguard um, in this, I kind of chuckled at that. Their advisory business, VAI, Vanguard Advisory uh, I forgot what the AI stands for. But anyway, Vanguard Advisory 
Advisor Inc. Vanguard Advisors Inc. VAI. Nice. VAI is a Pennsylvania corporation that provides investment advisory services. So that's what they do. They provide investment advisory services to a wide variety of clients. So you see where we're going? They didn't say financial planning. They said investment advisory services, all right? Uh, v, as an SEC registered advisor, VAI has a fiduciary duty to act in his client's best interest and abide by the duties of care and loyalty. So they are fiduciaries, which I like. Um, VI, VAI was incorporated and has been in business since 1995. It is 100% owned by Goliath Inc., a Delaware corporation, which Goliath Inc. is 100% owned by the Vanguard Group. Weird. As such, VAI is an indirect, wholly owned subsidiary subsidiary of Vanguard, the sponsor and manager of the family of mutual funds. Blah blah blah. All right. Uh, the Vanguard Group Investment Companies, uh, Vanguard Funds, which VAI typically recommends as investments. All right. So basically, there's I don't know. I mean, so you got VAI owned by Goliath, uh, which is ultimately owned by the Vanguard Group itself. So there's a, a level of. Uh, uh, just a couple of wall, a Chinese wall there. And and I look, I, I don't get how all this works. I said, every time I see that, I just always get a little bit bothered. Cause like, why can't Vanguard mutual funds own the thing? I don't know. I just, I just kind of chuckled at that. All right. So at the end of the day, we found they don't do much in terms of tax planning. They'll do a little asset location, but they're going to throw, I'm telling you, I've been here. I know I've had clients in here. They're going to throw everything into tax advantage accounts, that, including Roth IRAs. So your bonds will be in Roth and your bonds will be in IRAs. Uh, your taxable accounts will consist of low-cost mutual funds, low-turnover mutual funds, uh, index funds, excuse me, which is great. Um, but but if you already have bonds, they're going to recommend municipal bonds as opposed. And I just, that's not the way to go, man. I, that's there's There's good stuff there, but it's not good enough, if that makes sense. Um, we don't want... We don't want we don't want municipal bonds. We don't want bonds in your Roth IRA. And what's going to happen is, is I had a client back last year, actually. Um, they wanted to change out their Roth to 100 percent equities. All right. 100 percent stocks. Like I told them, no bonds in your Roth. And Vanguard screamed bloody murder. And they said, look, we have you as a moderately aggressive portfolio investor. We need to keep it moderately aggressive, which meant Roth has 65 percent stocks. Bonds, thirty-five uh, percent bonds. Traditional has sixty-five percent stocks, thirty-five percent bonds, and, and they're, uh, I don't think they had a taxable account. But I said, no, 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 we don't want that. We want your Roth to be a hundred percent stocks, and we we want your traditional to be the rest of a moderately aggressive account. And Vanguard simply could not do that. I mean, they ultimately did it, but it was it wasn't it wasn't easy. Let's just put it that way. It was a pain. Um, these people had like two hundred thousand bucks too, so it wasn't like it only had a fifty buck account. So it easily could have uh, got it situated correctly. It was just the whole thing was odd to me that they couldn't do that, especially when they said in their advisor agreement that they do look at asset location, and inherently they did not, or they don't in terms of your Roth has its own risk tolerance, your traditional IRA has its own risk tolerance, and your taxable your taxable accounts have their own risk tolerance as well. The fact they just said at the big group, you know, you, Mrs. Smith, are risk tolerance and moderately aggressive investor, and each of our accounts will represent the same thing. I thought that that that, that was weird. So I like Vanguard. I'm a fan of it. You should use it. I think Vanguard paying, you know, 35, whatever the fees are, I think it's 35 bips, 35 basis points. 
uh, for automatic investments and someone you can call for one-off questions and basic financial planning is wonderful. I absolutely do. I have, and I, I refer people to Vanguard all the time. Uh, they're not going to steer you wrong. You're not getting comprehensive financial planning. You're just not. So just keep that in mind. They're not going to do enforced illustration reviews of your life insurance. They're not going to talk about durable powers attorney. They're going to say they're just going to talk basic boilerplate financial planning, which is better than most investment advisors out there. I'm telling you right now. Uh, so Vanguard's still in the top 85 percent without question. Uh, but real financial planners will do all this stuff. And again, that doesn't mean they do tax preparation, but we're certainly going to pull up our sleeves and get in the, the dirt about tax planning, looking at 1040s, looking at pension op, pension maximizations, look at enforced illustrations, look at estate documents for sure, for sure, because that's what real financial planning does. So if you need real financial planning, Vanguard, I would suggest don't do that. Go to someone who does real financial planning, like your old buddy Josh for a one-time fee. But look, you go anywhere. I don't care. But just go to real financial planning. I need someone to do a real financial plan. If you need asset allocation and asset rebalancing and things of that nature and some group of people you can talk to on a one-off basis, one-off, I mean, a couple times a year, three times, however you do it with Vanguard, I got no qualm with that. I got no qualm whatsoever. Or you could use Vanguard to manage your money and have a, a, a once-a-year review with a personal financial planner outside of Vanguard. You know, the Garrett Financial Planning Network, they charge hourly uh, your buddy Josh charges hourly. Lots of people are doing this now. So you have Vanguard to manage your money and you have a one uh, financial planner relationship with somebody else. I got no qualm with that at all. So by and large, I'm a huge fan of Vanguard personal advisory services. Just got to understand you aren't going to get the full scope of personal financial planning like a real financial planner will do. And that's not to say Vanguard is bad. It just means they cannot simply do that for all of their customers. They just can't. It'd be too labor intensive and they just don't have the manpower for that or the liability. They don't want to take the liability. So hope this helps, Bill. Thanks for your question. And as always, as always, my friends, if you like what you see here, uh, listening to these sponsors is wonderful for sure. Uh, give me a five-star rating wherever you find these podcasts. Share it with other people. You can go to my Subscribestar page at subscribestar.com slash Josh Scanlon if you want to support me at uh, 10 bucks a month. Um, and then, of course, the YouTube channel at uh, youtube.com slash heritage wealth planning. We'll see you next time.